Yeah, 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 Q. <laughs> just to let you know, yeah, 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 we got another one straight out of high school. We got another one just to let you know, just in case you didn't know what was going on this episode. But, yeah, we got another straight out of high school. But, bro, we appreciate you coming on, man. You know you our guy. We go way, way back, sure. man, years, years. It's been over 20 years now. We getting old. Damn. <laughs> so we first seen or laid eyes on each other, man. Wow. So thank you for coming on our show, man. Appreciate we appreciate it. Having me. When you first got to the league, who's the first person to bust your ass? Oh shit! Okay, um, <laughs> uh, came in when it was man. Still I was gonna say it was dogs, oh, man. Dogs, I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just throw names out there. It's like pick one. I mean, what was that one? The, that one though, you was like, man. You know what? The play that I, that that I remember that sticks in uh, my mind is uh, Rasheed Wallace. I was guarding him. He can you remember how she would make you feel bad too about guarding him? Like he catch the ball. I think he started. I was like, ha ha ha. I was like, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he went, made a move. He faded away, and I was waiting on the move. And so I challenged it, and I couldn't figure out how he got the shot off. And so halftime, I come in and I was, I looked, I was like, hey, show me that last clip uh, when I was guarding sheep. And I'm watching the clip and he did a, a little shimmy and, and faded away. And I had him and then as he's going up in the air, he switched from his right hand to his left hand mm. and shot the shit with his left hand. Mm. <laughs> I was like, when I saw it on film, I was like, all right, it's a different level. Yo, 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 we live on location. Dallas, Texas it is. We came down south to D-Town to come check in on our straight out of high school, World brother. champion. World champion, gold medalist, whole Keep lot of talking. NBA defensive, defensive player, player of the year and all, and all teams stuff. and all that, man. We got the big fella, Compton's own, straight out of high school, Tyson Chandler, man. We appreciate you, big dog, yeah, pulling man, up on it, you. We got a whole lot of L.A. talking here. L.A. this, <laughs> L.A. that, out of high school, this out of high school there. Let's get you know it. I thought you were from Compton. Hanford, California. Hanford, California. Yeah. On the farm. How, yeah, I, I, was I was born there, and raised on a farm at first farm. before I moved to the city. Milking cows and stuff? Yeah, I was doing all that. It was dope. It's all it was all I knew. You yeah. know, I didn't know anything. I, I didn't know nothing about no, you know, we just played basketball and football and sports just out there in the yeah, yard. The field, you know what yeah. I mean? I loved it because it gave me grounding at the beginning, you know, kept me humble, taught me about life and what life, you know, is really about. Uh, I'm glad I had that experience before yeah. going to the city, you know, because yeah. it, it, it kept me. How was that transition there? Like going from being a country boy, you know, we country boys, yeah, being yeah. a country boy to going to the big city where it's a lot more moving around. People ain't just in the house on Sundays. Yeah. Everybody moving all the time in LA. That's one thing, LA that threw me off. Yeah. How was it to, to take that move? It was crazy. I ain't gonna front. Like, cause I was used to everybody leaving their doors open, cars yeah. unlocked, you know everybody. Like, you know how it is when you live in the country. Yeah. And, uh, Shit, the first time I was riding, I rode by like a, a group of kids, I say, and uh, I was riding my bike, and then I stopped, and they was like, gonna play football? Yeah, started throwing football. One of the dudes was like, yo, let me ride your bike. I was like, yeah, go ahead. He started riding. I started looking. I was like, <laughs> you getting deeper? Hey, is my man gonna come back on my bike? They just all started laughing and walking the other way. I'm like, hey, yo. And that was my introduction to the city. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to Compton, I want to know when the hell did you hit your first growth spurt? 
Cause I you you remember the first time we seen this man? What was it? Twenty twenty or was it? Uh, it was two thousand. Night. I'm talking about you was in eighth grade then, right? Oh, yeah, and you talking about Jordan. Nah, when he first you was on like CNN Live or something, oh, you did yeah, a sit yeah, down was, with your family. Was, uh, like when like I first ever grade. heard of him, he was in eighth grade. Yeah. Seven. What was you? Six eleven. I was like six ten at that point. Like top in eighth player. Grade. So when did you like? When did you start just like sprouting and like becoming to get this tall? And, and it was I was always tall. I was I was like six four in the sixth grade. Six seven in the seventh, six ten in the eighth, and then that's kind of when I slowed down. And and I wasn't on the scene, so nobody. I wasn't playing AAU. I wasn't doing nothing. When did you like get coordinated with that? Like I, I get it had to be early because you you came on the scene big time early. So it was it was honestly the farm from the farm then going to the projects. It was like because because the game wasn't like I ain't know nothing about the NBA. I ain't know nothing about. I, I mean NFL was kind of probably what I watched, but. Mm. I did, you don't know how to get there. Um, so it was just, it was just like hooping or playing sports like against my family members and, and you know, it was just for fun and passion. So, and you know, and from where I was from, it was all about heart. Like once I did move to the city and I was in the projects, it was, I was big and so I was hooping, all the doughboys would come around and bet on me. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, I was basically in a pit young and then so <laughs> right. suddenly when I got to playing and it meant something, it was like this this is easy. Like there's a lot of schools with a lot of rich history. Yeah. When we came out here we, we, we got introduced to Westchester. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You 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 had Crenshaw, you had all these other schools. What made Compton the school that you, you chose to go to? When so so when I was choosing schools at the time it was like in California, Modern Day was big. Modern Day, yeah. Crenshaw was big. Uh, Dominguez was big. And Westchester was, like, right there. Westchester got big, yeah, like, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, when I was yeah. already in high school or whatever. So I went to, it was the uh, MLK, um, I think it was the MLK Shootout or something like that. They would have it at UCLA. And all of those schools were playing. Yeah. And so I was like, this is my chance to go watch all these schools and then see where I actually felt like I fit in. So it really was going to be, I didn't want to go to Crenshaw. So it was between Dominguez and um, Modern Day. And so I watched first Modern Day play. And Modern Day was there, and it was like, it was their whole stands filled out, and it was just, the, you know, very simple and vanilla and clapping. Right. And they were running their structure and sets. And so it was almost like the Duke of uh, high school. Yeah. And I'm watching, I'm like, and then Dominguez came out, and it, they had the band, they had the drill team, the, the, the crowd, swag, crowd right. switch. <laughs> they picking up pressing. Uh, Kenny Bruner was on the team at the time, okay. Jason Thomas, mm -hmm. uh, Tayshawn Prince. Right. The press with, with Kenny stripping people and just throwing lobs to JT and JT Duncan. Yeah. And then watching Tay pull up, I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like these cats is like, you know, they, they some real ones and, they, and that's how they playing. And this is where I feel like I can fit in. Uh, but really it was Tayshawn. Tayshawn was the reason why I went to Dominguez. Oh, that's what's up. What, what did Tay do to, to make you feel so comfortable with that? Just so after I, after I watched uh, like and watched uh, the teams play or whatever, I was like, all right, I'm leaning towards Dominguez. And then I went to both schools. When I went to modern day, they was telling me I had to wear a uniform and and then had to wear my clothes a certain way mm -hmm. and all that. And I was like, I ain't gonna fit in here. Then I went to Dominguez and then I met Tay and Tay was just chill as, chill as shit. Cool. Just, man, so cool. cool. <laughs> right, and right. he's like, man, you're gonna be good. You should come here. 
And I just honestly really looked up to him. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, this this is where I'm going to go. When you get there and you, like, you you see the history, like, you start to get embedded in the history because, like, this is a program. This is yeah. a, a big-time school. How was it for you to just get embedded in the history and be like, man, I want to be like them guys that have the jerseys and the trophies and all this stuff in the school? Mm-hmm. What was that transition for you? It was, like... Straight from the gate, honestly. Like, I came in, because, like you said, I'm coming, I was, I had a lot of hype at that point, and I just, you know, did 60 minutes and this and that. And they was telling me, you could be, you could jump from high school. And so, for me, in my mindset, it was like, I got four years to see where I'm at. So, I can't take any of this lightly. And so, when I came in, it was more so what I was trying, what I was trying to accomplish, rather than what was there. I was trying to honestly take it to a different level, because I was like, I got to push myself further than anybody that's probably going to be here. And so every day, like whether it was a guard, I would try to be faster than him. Whether it was like the shooters, I would try to shoot better. Whether it was Definitely the big running dudes, that to flow, shoot. man. You start <laughs> nerf balling that thing. <laughs> like the goals start looking small out there, out there for you. You win Mr. Basketball your junior year. That's like, you know, that's California, the accomplishment huh? in the state to, to win it your junior How was that? For you to in California with all the great hoopers and hoopers that goes all through the land of California, how was to win Mr. Basketball your junior year? Honestly, I I look back on it now and I can appreciate the accomplishments um, more than I did then. I didn't. I honestly, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to nothing. Racking them up. Yeah, it's just like this ain't what I come just for. Dominate everything. Yeah. So much expectation on you, like all yeah. that was almost expected, huh? Exactly. It's like I, if I don't get this, then I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be that dude. I'm not going, yeah. you know, to the league. And then honestly, it was um, it was that year when I came to watch you. I watched you play with the Clippers. When you were playing. I was in the stands. Uh-huh. Uh, you might not remember this, but I, I was watching you, and, and then afterwards I came. And then came down and talked to you. I'm like, I'm like, what you think? Because it was one of your friends. And he was like, man, you could do this. You could yeah. do this, man. He was telling me how the league was. Yeah. And that was like, that gave me the extra little motive that like I could do it. But I still didn't know with everything. Because, you know, you still got that. Nah, you're just pushing forward. Yeah, because this um, is the best of the best. You watching the best on TV. And you really want to know if it's real. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like, you know, you're a competitor and you feel. But I never got caught up in the hype about myself. Mm-hmm. You was you was my favorite player to watch in high school. So I'm watching. I I went back home at the Nike camps. Like, yo, man, this kid, whatever this dude got some big ass feet, man. He like he out there on some skates. He out there skates. running like. Hey man, I was like, man, whatever this dude, I was like the boy D Miles. I was like, he come down on skates and just. I was like, man, I ain't never seen nobody move like that, handle like that. I was like, damn. And then when you got to the league, I didn't know how or where I was gonna fit. You know what I mean? Like I watched you and and you just come out of college different. I watched you coming out. Uh, out of high school, and then you were more of a three, so yeah. it made sense. I instantly like, went to the three. You instantly went to the three, and it made sense. Like you know, what I mean, you was fast, you could play that. For me, I didn't know what the league was gonna be like for me because it yeah. wasn't a lot of players like me. Everybody yeah. was big brutes and all that. Yeah, and it was like I was like, all right, where's my game gonna be at? You know, yeah. and um, and yeah. Waiting, you know, to get drafted and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, I had to find my way. Because the league still wasn't where I was at. The league is there now. Yeah. But, you know, when I came in, when I went to Chicago, they was like, I, sh- I came down and pulled up. And they was like, what the f- is that? 
We didn't drive you for that. You get to that block. down that block. Like, <laughs> get to that block. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, I'm about to forget how to survive. <laughs> Do you remember us coming to the game? Because <laughs> that is not my you game. You remember us coming to the game in Anaheim? And oh, yeah. Anaheim, we came. Yes. We came to the game and yes. seen you play. Yes. You dominated that game. That, like, <laughs> man, that, it was it was huge for me, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, look up to, I looked up to y'all cats. Regardless of whatever your position was, like, yeah. y'all was the – y'all was – you know, in front of me. So yeah. I looked up to all y'all cats that was in front of me. You know what I mean? Whether it was you, Karan, yeah. uh, Omar, like all of them dudes who was hooping at Nike camp. Like Nike I would love, camp. like that was my favorite part, just coming to watch. You know what I mean? Cause it I was- I got to watch my first year cause I broke my thumb. So it, it was, it was a good time to just be there and, and just sit around and just kind of absorb it. <laughs> he said got ranked by, by association there. Yeah, he was just sitting there. See? Broke thumb or hand, and you got and top, still you got probably top. Like number one. See, I was gonna say still top five on the sideline. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know me, man. You know I do my thing, like I do my thing. <laughs> your class, like your your class is a unique class. Like you got other big men like Eddie Curry, yeah. Kwame Brown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like the history y'all made in y'all draft class is just amazing, but. Just to go through them ranks and, and watching them guys be like, man, I seen Eddie Curry over there and just seeing them through AAU or whatever, yeah. passing through Nike camp or whatever it is. How was that, him being your rival or yeah. they being your rival all the time? And you get drafted to the same team as him. It was tough. It was tough. <laughs> like, because, like, I, like, you go through, like, I mean, you know how it is. Y'all like, played each other in high school. I remember that. We yeah. played each other. Y'all played yeah. each other and it was in like, high school. And you know how it is back then. There's no, like, you know, there's not all the YouTube or, or mm -hmm. you know, none of the social media. So you can't see the cat until you see him. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I actually liked it better that way because yeah. it's like, you know, it's the it's the competitive edge that you can oh, keep. Love, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like you, you sizing a dude up finally yeah. when you see him. And I remember finally playing that game. I was like, Damn, this dude is big. He big. Like, <laughs> like, he this big and can move like this. And so we played in that game, and then, and then, then we get ready to go into the draft, and it's like you start hearing different names and yeah. where guys are gonna land, and so it's this pecking order. So you know, we all competitors. So yeah. I can stand him. Yeah. I'm like, he the rival. We get drafted. I didn't know that I was getting traded to the uh, yeah. to the Bulls. I was hyped to boys, be going with y'all. Yeah, you been with your boys, man. Like, you know, we got nothing young one coming. I was so hyped to be coming to play with y'all. Um, and then then I got traded. It was, I was like, all right. At first, I was like, how the hell is this gonna work? Uh, and then we we sit in the same room, and it's kind of like we just sitting there. He was like right there on the <laughs> yeah. trade table. I'm sitting right here, like. Not making no eye contact, yeah. not looking at each other there. We even did our press conferences like just like up there. Still competitive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It stopped. Like, and then finally, like, like I grew to love that dude, man. Yeah. I love him to this day. Like, he got the best heart, best dude. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, you know, once after once a little time ago, it's like your brother. Yeah, I remember y'all frolicking on the cover of the ESPN. Hey, they was in the ocean, yeah, dancing yeah. in the ocean. I said, man, look at these big ass <laughs> <Real> kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. Guys like Brandon Jennings we had on the show, We man, met BJ for the saying, first time he was at saying that game. Exactly what mm. you're saying about us. He was saying like how he was watching you and, and how he was the ball boy and yep, all that yep. stuff. Do you remember BJ? Yeah, absolutely, you? yeah. To, yeah. to see his career and him get the opportunity and, and the route he took, you know, mm -hmm. I consider him a straight Change out of high school. Change the game, trailblazer. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly, Cats doing it. Melo wouldn't have did that without him. Yet. Facts. How is that for you to just see one of the guys that 
one of the little guys to actually make it to the same league that you make it to. Man, I love it. I love it, dude. Like, watching him and, you know, knowing where we come from and, and just that he was in the gym. Could have yeah. been anywhere else. You know, his mama had him in the gym, him and his brother. Yeah. They would be in there nonstop. And whenever I was trying to get up extra shots, he was the he little was one that would be rebounding for me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So so to see that he he stayed to it. And then when I left and I'm in the league, then I start hearing about him. They're like, getting buckets. Hey, man, Brandon <laughs> out here, man. I'm like, where? I'm like, I always knew his, his little, you know, he would be handling the rock. But then it's like his game went to another level. And I came back and I was like, yeah, that's it. And then to see him, like, actually, you know, make it, you know, do something for himself, it's like, that shit hits home. McDonald's game, to be accepted to play in the McDonald's game with the list of guys that y'all had. Y'all had a deep list. Yeah. You know, a deep class. How was that How was that achievement for you? Because, you know, you kind of came in the starting the area where they started giving a little more televised games yeah. on mm -hmm. TV. Mm -hmm. But – for us, that was the the ultimate televised game. So yeah. I know, like you you know, and you conscious, like man, this this finna be real ESPN worldwide. Yeah, yeah. I'm with the best. I gotta show my ass. Like, how was that? Shit, I was I was hot because I had hurt my ankle right before we played. So uh, I thought I broke my ankle, but I didn't. So I was down there in a boot, but still to just get the invite get the jersey, be mm -hmm. amongst that crew, yeah. you know what I mean? The top of the top, you top whatever, 24, I think it is, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. you know, in the country. Every one of those achievements, it still felt like the same thing. Like, as I started to climb the ladder, it was the same thing. It was no different, whatever it was, whatever it was in the league, and it was any kind of small group that you was a part of, yeah. it felt like that, you know what I mean? Like, your your work is, is, is being looked at and appreciated, and it just – you know, it's it's like a pat, it felt like a pat on the back, and you you got there, and you can kind of sink your feet in a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, you playing against Ticket, Duncan, She, Weber, Jermaine O'Neal, you Please. know that. But 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 they they respect you defensively enough. You start sinking your feet in and start doing some of the stuff that you was doing in high school, making. I remember a couple of times I went to the lane, <laughs> I done got past somebody. It was like I don't even see the goal no more. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Toss them floaters up extra, extra high. Like, what year was that for you? Like, was it when you left Chicago and went to New Orleans? And yeah. It, it was that? Yeah. I, like, in Chicago, it was so, the organization was so in a place where it was after MJ left, uh, and the organization didn't have direction. Mm -hmm. They drafted me and Eddie to kind of figure it out. It's, it wasn't like how it is now where you see guys working on their skill, coaches out there, all of that. It was like, figure it out. And we're 19 right. years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a very different. Um, yeah. And so it was tough there. It was a lot of ups and downs. I think I have five coaches, two GMs. It would only be like four of the same players on the team every year. So it was all this turnover. Yeah. So I start, I was like, up and down there, yeah. you know, like kind of with the organization. When I got traded, that was that was the first time I had really been rejected since I started this whole journey. So I had got all this praise since like, you know, seventh, eighth grade, oh, top player, you know, everybody recruiting, everybody want like, that was my first time going through rejection mm -hmm. and like, you're not good enough. Yeah. Like, I remember I got the phone call in the restaurant. I just start tearing up like, and I didn't know what to do. I was sitting there doing just like I'm doing now. <laughs> like, and I didn't know what to do. And then I was with my brother. He's like, take a walk. And so I started walking and just like try to walk it off. But then I got 
got to New Orleans and got with CP and got with Coach Scott. And honestly, that's, it changed my career, like changed my career around. CP ain't won no uh, uh, championship, but he's a champion. Like he taught me, he taught me to love again for the game. Yeah. Uh, he made it excited again, he made it fun. Yeah. Uh, made me fall in love with the game and remember why I was playing it and being competitive and all of that. Yeah. And that's kind of when things started to take off for yeah. me and like get back to the way it was again, yeah. just about the game. CP came with that bell. I mean, he did that. It sounded like talking to you, but he made that. He, he laid it up there for you. Like no, when y'all got together, sure. it was like, yo, this is crazy. Like he had your game on another level. It, it for sure elevate. Like he, man, he's a a, a point guard. Is you know what I mean? And he just when we got together, that we didn't come in. We didn't come in. They didn't trade me thinking, oh, they're gonna have this great connection and they're gonna be throwing lobs and this yeah. and that. Like we kind of fell into that, like yeah. in practice, and then that became our offense. But I mean, he—it was like a video game with him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He made the game easy. He saw the game how I yes, saw the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and like he was easy to communicate with. It just literally changed the game. I mean, like I, how how the whole lob started was I was shooting terrible at the free throw line, and me and him was arguing. And uh, he dumped the ball off, and I got fouled on the way up. And he was like, "If you dunk that shit, you don't have to worry about a free throw." And I was like, well, put the shit up there so I can dunk it. You keep throwing the ball down low, I'm getting fouled. <laughs> right. He's like, all right, then, I'm going to throw it up. And then he threw it up, and I dunked, and I started screaming at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just start rolling. How, how did David West, like, like, help your game? Because them years oh, that y'all had that connection, he played some of his best ball, yeah. too. Yeah. And he, he became his own. Like, how did he help you out, that connection y'all had? Because y'all had a good connection. D. West is like, that grown man that you want on your team that's going <laughs> to go about it the right way, ain't going to take nothing, you know what I mean? Like he's showing up. And his game was was a perfect complement for mine. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? He, he could knock down that, uh, that mid-range jump shot. That oh, shit was man. just money, so we basically replaced each other. He was like the ultimate power forward, um, but he was the dude, like – I was straight live. I'm going. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ready for whatever. CP is like a little pit bull and this and this and that. And then David was the one. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like Mr. Soldier. That's gonna just keep everything like cool. Keep everybody in their place until he the one to get out there. There ain't no stopping him. Like, everybody just step back. Like he got to calm himself down. Like I right, do this. <laughs> I used to say that boy, he get hyped up. You go ahead and slide to the side. Let him let him hey, man, he can handle take it. his course now. <laughs> for for y'all to be like such a young team and to have the success that y'all had, like you just went from a, a young team that they they figuring it out. Yeah. Same thing with New Orleans when yeah. you got there. They didn't yeah. think that y'all was finna be kicking folks' ass At like all. that. Like yeah. and y'all start kicking. To have the success and still be young. What did you take from them New Orleans days that took you through the rest of your career? Like, oh, this is how you win in this league. It was exactly that. It uh, it taught me the game and what it takes to actually win. We were so bad in Chicago yeah. that you couldn't figure out really yeah. what it takes to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you couldn't figure it out. We got to, I got to New Orleans. We we were so competitive and young and really wanted to win, but we didn't have enough. Like, it was more of the organization not giving us enough, yeah. like giving us enough bench and all of that. But it laid the foundation for me to understand what it took to actually win, which is why all of us, if you look at it, CP went on to have success and then raised his organization. I went on to have success and raised D. West went somewhere. And 
every organization we went to, we we took it to another level yeah. at that point because we just piggyback, piggybacked off of each other, yeah. learned the game, and then learned how to win together, and then went with that same idea. Yeah. Like when I got traded to the Mavs, I was in the gym by myself at the time, uh, working out with with one of the trainers, and then I got the call that I was getting traded. I was like, Oh hell yeah! The first thing I said, I was like, I'm about to win a chip. Yeah because it was the first time that I actually, I knew where I was going and I knew they was already ready, but yeah. they had just never got over the hump. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, oh, they just, they they soft. And you watched Dampere and you feel like you can have a better job at it than Dampere. I, I for sure, I, I no knock on him, but no, I felt- No knock like, on Dampere. No knock on him, but I, I for sure felt like I'm they what they needed more youth there. like yeah. you I, at their visit. For sure, I felt like no, they no. needed some youth, they needed some dog, they needed some just yeah. some new energy. And, Cause and the reason why I mean, when you say soft, I mean you know guys ain't soft. But I what I mean is like, I knew we played against them because we played against them before that, and I knew just when shit got tough, like you know you can keep going and they'll start you know breaking on down, breaking on down. And I was like, okay, when I come here, that shit ain't gonna happen no more. Like yeah. like you know that's the first thing I got to get up out of here. Did you know that you almost went to OKC? Yeah. I was there. <laughs> he said, yeah, I was in there. I was, yeah, like the when they traded me, when they traded me, I, we were playing OKC. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm I'm like, I'm laying down for a nap, you know, pregame nap or whatever, my phone's just blowing up and I can hear it over there. I'm just thinking, okay, like I'm sleeping off, but it just never stopped. And I'm like, damn. So I look and it's my agent. I was like, oh, <laughs> like you get that many calls. <laughs> like, so <laughs> what's just yeah. that, something going on. Yeah. So I call him back, he's like, hey, you know, he's telling me about, he's like, something's going on. And he's like, I think they're trying to change it out. Then the next phone call I got, he was like, they just traded you to OKC. Well, I'm in OKC. They come and uh, pick me up, and um, and take me over to uh, to the doctors to do my exam and all of that. Yeah. The year before, I had just got a, a procedure, like I got some toe procedure, like to uh, to get my uh, mm -hmm. toe cleaned up. The same doctor who did the procedure was I was the one who did my physical, like for the team. So I go in there, he's doing the physical, and. I had sprained my ankle. Like at the time I wasn't playing. It wasn't because of my toe, it was because of my ankle. I had sprained my ankle really bad early in the year. Now my, the year that he was there, I was sitting out of practices and stuff from my toe. Cause my cause then that's why he performed surgery at the end of the year. So he's like, he's like, are you uh are you sitting out of practices? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting out of practices. Um, you know, coach is holding me out of practices here and there and da da da. da. And my ankle is hurt, but he keep on looking at my toe. And I'm like, why is he looking at my toe if, like, I'm not playing because of my ankle? Yeah. And then, so, they do all of that. I go back home. I'm packing my stuff up in New Orleans. I'm headed to the airport. My agent calls me. goes, something's funny going on. Don't get on the plane. I'm like, what? He was like, don't get on the plane. I'm like, I'm already here. He was like, don't get on the plane. Just head back home. I'm like, I head back home. Then he calls me. He's like, they vetoed the trade. I was like, vetoed the trade? For what? And he was like, the doctor said that your toe ain't going to make it and you probably won't play another two years. Mm. And I was like, what? And so they rescinded the trade and then sent me back to New Orleans. I mean, I go in there, I had to talk to, to the same GM that just traded me. How and, was uh, that? He came in, I mean, he was ready to shit. He was, he was sitting there like that, <laughs> across the road. I just walked in and stared at him. I was like, before you say anything, listen, I don't play for you. I play for my teammates in the locker room. I ain't never quit on them before. I ain't gonna quit now. Mm -hmm. I ain't played for you before. I ain't gonna start now. So you ain't gotta worry about shit. We didn't talk before. We don't need to start talking now. Like, then I just walked out. 
Gave him a little easy let off. Yeah, yeah, like I don't even worry about it, homie. You done, you done played against Dirk all all these years. You know, before you played against Dirk, you get to Dallas and this season Dirk had. Not only this season Dirk had these playoffs yeah. that Dirk transformed and just put Historic. him through all time great. Yes. you know, explain that year of just y'all as a whole, because the, I know it wasn't just Dirk, but the pieces from J.J. Burrell to Tricks to, yeah, to, Jet. to Jet, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. all the pieces that y'all had, like, just explain that year for y'all. Man, it was it was honestly like a, a magical year of guys who had gone through things and who landed in the perfect spot at the perfect time. From D. Steve and Karan to Brendan coming from Washington. We had our battles from Washington to mm -hmm. Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, from Page, I was with him in New Orleans. Page was on his last leg, right. back was toe yeah. up. Like, um, J Kid had been to all them finals now in the latter part of his career. Same thing, Dirk. It was like, it was the perfect storm of players coming together that just really wanted to win. Like at that point, players that got paid, all oh, he's like, we're we're in a position where okay, we want to win. It was going to a team, they were already a well-oiled machine. And it was like, I just had to come in and really just do my thing. But the run that Dirk had, I mean, watching it was unbelievable. Like, I mean, I had never seen basketball played at that level. Anytime we needed a bucket, he got a bucket. He hit every big shot. Like, I mean, he carried us. I remember me and D. Steve, we were, it was before the Oklahoma series, and it's the Western Conference Finals. We were sitting on the table, and, and Dirk uh, was out there shooting, and we just looked at each other, and it's like, we just got to get him there. Like, we just got to get him there. He going he gonna, he gonna to give us a ring. Mm. We had to get him there. And that's how you felt, because he was like a man on a mission. I hadn't seen anything like that up to that point. We all love point guards. You got a chance to play with Chris Paul, but now you got a chance to play J. with Jay Kidd. And what he brings to the table. You blessed. Man. You, 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 man, bro. I don't know how you feel, but, but I, I know what J. Kidd brings to the table. But how right. was it, man, just to have him, you know, as a big man, to have him as your point? My first big ticket shoes was some J. Kids. Uh, it's bad. I was in junior high wearing, yeah. wearing some J. Kids. Uh, so. I mean, for me, and watching him, I mean, these are legends that I'm playing with. Mm. And the way his mind works, and then still, like, you know, still seeing him in the gym, and the way his, his mind is just crazy. different. It's crazy. He thinks the game and sees the game different. Mm. Like, I remember one of the first plays in the, in the Miami uh, the Heat series, I was setting a pick, and, and, and I caught a lob on the play, but I was not ready for it. I was setting a pick. Jay Kidd just threw the ball up. And I was coming out to pick, and I just so happened to see the ball up there, and I jumped and then dunked and got a hand one and act like I was all ready. Yeah. But it was like it was it was all him. Yeah. Like I mean, he just see the game differently, and he would come and then like whisper something to me on the side. It was the same thing as CP. Like them point guards that's at that level, they just see the game different. So both of them, CP would do the same thing. JK would get to the timeout, he'd be like this. He'd be like, all right, on this next play, do this, do this, da da da. I got you a dunk. I'd be like. That's it. You're like, do this. I'm yeah, telling you, be right there. Like, just reaction, turn around. I'm going to get you a dunk. Yeah. And it literally would happen just like that. It, so, I mean, playing with them dudes was like a cheat code. It just, <laughs> it literally just changes the game for you. You don't got to work as hard. Like, they do all the <laughs> you thinking. Just do what you, do. you just got to do what you do. Leading up to that series, everybody in the world thinks LeBron, D Wade, 
this is what this was made for. This is what yeah. they finna do. They finna start running it off. How was it as the team? Like, as y'all together? Because, like, you know, like, yeah, Dirk, he, he killed these playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, it's LeBron them now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You, like, coming into that series, like, I mean, you develop, like, a hate from them. Mm -hmm. Like, they on the other side. And I ain't think that much of none of them, to mm -hmm. be honest. But then when the game started, and I like when you on the floor with these type of athletes, and Bron and D Wade are just flying by you and throwing lobs and dunking and tip dunking and shit, I was like, Shh, like this is different. This like this is different from what I saw on film. This is different in person. I'm like, we we gonna be in for it. Yeah. And honestly, that first game was a shock. Yeah. Like went back to the hotel and had to just like. Just reprogram yeah. uh, everybody. And then then we was in a series after that. But that initial is like, these are some real, like this is a different level. Having them three cats together, D-Way, Braun, and Bosch was was really something special. Like yeah. looking back now, like, yeah. you know, being able to appreciate it. Yeah. Um, being in it, coming into them, I couldn't stand them. Uh, uh, I come into the, the game. I can stand the way. They in the way. I can stand. And even on this, even even when they did like the celebration in the in the summertime, they had. Uh, I can't remember which one happened first. Honestly, I can't remember if I got traded first or that happened first. But whatever it was, I took offense to it. Yeah. Because I would try to take offense to everything. Like we all like, did. like 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 that's where I got in my mind. I, I would be before the game. I would be watching somebody work out down there and be like. Oh, he he thinks she's yeah, sweet. Yeah. Oh, he thinks it's gonna be sweet tonight. And when and, I, and that would be like like if you didn't work out hard before the pregame, I was offended by it. Yeah. <laughs> when I, when I seen that, like that instantly for NBA players, like other people sweating, look at okay. for NBA players, I'm like, man, they just put a price exactly. on their head. For like sure. all of us want to oh, beat them. Oh, 100. That's what happened. Like they they finna turn into how the Lakers was when we first got in the league. They yes. finna play the. Everybody finna give them their best every time they see them. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's what I feel like when, as NBA players, what we look at 100. when we see stuff like that or them having that celebration. For sure. For sure. I felt exactly how you felt. I was like, oh, it's premature. And, and, and I had just got traded, so I was like, this is our year. I want to hear about the championship. Like, when y'all won, we all know, we all saw – Social media, y'all, and live. Like, I want to know for you, you know, you've been in the league a long time. That was your first time getting to the promised land. What what was that like, that feeling like from being on the court, winning the championship, to the locker room with the champagne, then to going to, to, to fucking live in they city and tearing it up like that? Man, I mean, that was dope as hell. It, it like, being in, a, being in a locker room afterwards, like, just all the moments. Like, I remember being on the court before that happened in, like, the final minute, and I saw him start putting the ropes around. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, stay locked in, stay locked in. Like, finish the game, finish the game. And I, I couldn't believe it because this is the shit I watched all the time. Right. And I remember going up to that point, I couldn't stomach to watch a championship no more. I did my first couple of years mm -hmm. in Chicago because, I mean, yeah. I knew we didn't have a chance to win. <laughs> yeah. but, but, like, after some years, like, playoffs and, like, playoff with the championship, you'd be like, yeah, I don't I can't watch it. <laughs> I saw Tayshaun watch. After Tayshaun won, it really hurt my feelings. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is never going to happen for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, when like, like, that's going to be a great feeling, but it's yeah. never going to happen for me. So after that, I would just, I would watch up to the end and I'd, I'd, I'd walk out. I, I, I can't watch. 
watch this shit. Like I could not watch no celebration. So to be there and be in that moment, it was like it was surreal. Like they bring in the, uh, you know, the, the ropes out, and then you know we end up winning, and then they bring in the stage out, and it's like it's all of these these moments that you watch all the time. Same thing going into the locker room, but then it was like right after that, I honestly could not check out. Like I couldn't check out of like the playoffs yeah. and being competitive and like, like just, it ain't just, over. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a nightmare. Like yeah. honestly, I was like, is this it? They teasing like, me, man. Yeah, like it was. It literally felt like you're in that moment that you. Um, I couldn't get out of it. I had to talk to the uh, the sports psychiatrist. The, like I had to talk to DK, who was on. Like I was like. What is what is up with me right now? And like he he had to talk to me. And was like you know this happens sometimes with players. Like you're blocked in in the moment or whatever. And so so after that, I didn't really start celebrating until we got to the parade oh. because I went to I went to live. Yeah, I was up there at the top. They walked me in. I was up at the top and I looked down at them all. And I looked down at my celebrating, and I was still being competitive. I was like, I don't want to celebrate with these because they've been on there. Like, because it was like cats that was I knew had betted against us. Did all this, and yeah, they was in the, the whole section. city. <laughs> yeah, like, so I was like, so I went back home. I went back to the hotel, and I called my mom. My mom was there. I called my mom. I was like, "Mom, you come to the room." She came to the room. I ordered room service and a bottle of champagne. Yeah, I just chill. And we just chilled and just soaked it up. And I was like, "Mama, can you believe this?" When you get to the parade, though, what did you do to finally like? Did you Man, turn up? Did hell you get yeah. ready? Like, what, I mean, all, could... the, all the rest of it. Like you know, that, the whole. I didn't stop playing the whole. Like, all <laughs> okay, rest. So, I, okay, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Because I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm appalled <laughs> that you left the live celebration. You didn't partake in a one hundred and forty thousand nope. dollar bottle of champagne. You went. Back to the room. So okay, you re you redeemed yourself at the, at the uh, yeah, after the, the from the parade on out. Uh, from the parade, man, I went. I was I went to like the south of France and just like I took all my friends and Cause, just, yeah, because Jet had probably like, the best championship story. How he wouldn't take the robe off and he went and bought a brand new Ferrara <laughs> with a cigar. And he would always he keep the lying. cigar and be hey. ready to pull it out. Hey, bring a bus to everybody else. <laughs> hey, Jet would hit you. You know, like you know, the playoff time, you can playoff run, family come in town, whatever the case may be. After we won the chip. Jet let you know, like, yo, the bus pulling up. Y'all go ahead and come outside. Like, Jet was sending the bus around to pick families up to come to, come to the club or come to whatever he was doing. So we would all walk in together after that. Like, it did not stop. <laughs> Shout out to Jet. Shout out to Jet. <laughs> after that championship, did you feel like the league as a whole felt like you were one of the premier defenders and, and you can bring some to – organizations that you step in defensively, mentally, toughness, and all that stuff. Did and you feel like that fight. after the championship? He was a vet too then. He was looking yeah, at that. Yeah, like 10 year, I think. But that, you know, you look for that validation from your peers and from 100. the league, you know, you want other teams I, to tell other teams like, yeah, he. <laughs> I didn't have any individual accolades yes. before that. I know. I got them all after that. Yeah. And I didn't think I was much of a different player, to be honest, from from before, yeah. to, you know, to, we ain't gonna speak on that. that but that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Just, that's just the other you know. Side and we all can argue every <laughs> single. You know what I mean? We all know that. But yeah. Like, like you know, it, it just all of a sudden everybody else start recognizing mm -hmm. like what I was doing. And That felt great to get that you know yes. validation. 
because especially with the role I play, like mm-hmm. it ain't always like looked at like that. You Both know what I mean? Flashy, yeah, you I'm, see not the, the, I'm not the I'm not the one. Sheet. Exactly. You're looking There's at stats like stuff oh, that ain't on paper that ain't that you do. <laughs> exactly. And so that would be frustrating, honestly, yeah. like because you're doing a whole bunch of the work and it's always somebody else getting a shine or whatever the case may be. And that gave me validation, honestly, of like it made me appreciate the work I put in, and even though even the way I went about it. Yeah. Like because it finally started to get recognized and finally started to get noticed. It, it's like my career. It's like it was two different careers, and yeah. it, you know, and it changed after that. What did you think when you when, when you was signing up for the Knicks tape? When you was going to the New York Knicks, like I, 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 I can remember, remember the press 58. conference. That, I, <laughs> when you heard that fifty eight, Hey, all my thinking, all my way to go to state. Hey, tell me, tell me how that went down. Or you say you thinking you was thinking you was going to? I was going to go to state. Yeah, I was living in I was living in Calabasas. I would be running into and seeing Mike Jackson all the time before that, and then I was a free agent. So we lived by each other, so I would see him all the time. We'd be in the same cafe. And then this is all young Steph, young Clay, young all of them. And so I loved what he was doing over there, and I was like, you know, like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. This is, you know, still it's, it's San Francisco's West Coast. Like, like I want to be a part of that. And then I'm sitting there. This is during the lockout. So it's really not really no talking. It's just kind of like... We're waiting until stuff start back up. Thing, okay. You know what I mean? As soon as as soon as it actually did start talking, I'm like, yo, let's let's get this Golden State thing going. Like, I think that's where I want to be. And so the starts the uh, the talk started, and then New York was like, nah, I just shut all that down. It just went way over. I'm like, oh well. Did <laughs> and it's like, New York came in like Don Corleone. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and, it. and but <laughs> but like you always say, like, like your pedigree, you're not scared of nothing. You 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 thrive off being where everybody don't want to go and want to be yeah. at, so we can show them something different. That's and, why New York. It, that's why it made sense for me. Like yeah. once once they came, you know, came onto the scene, I was like, this this is gonna be special. Like you know, I just want a chip. Now I got a chance to go into the Mecca. Like I got a chance to go into the Garden and really mm-hmm. showcase like who I am. Yeah. And there is there is nothing like the Garden. Nothing like the Garden. So, it, like when I got traded, I was sitting with my boy. I couldn't believe. He was like, "Yo, bro, you realize you about to go play for the Knicks?" Knicks. I was like, <laughs> "I know, man. Like, yo, this is wild." And then just being in there, being in New York, and then playing my first game on the Garden. It was so lit, and the fans in there. It was some of my best, like, basketball experiences, best moments, best feeling. And I love the way New Yorkers are. I love the way they, you know, they're going to let you know how they feel. Yeah. Um, they know the game. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not out there giving effort, like, they're going to let you know. <laughs> like, and, and I love that. I love that about the city. Talk about how how fun that Knicks take. Because I remember when I came in on the end to tell in, I was yeah, just like, yeah. I tell everybody all the time, like, first of all, you know, I had played a completely different four years. My four years in New York yeah, had yeah. nowhere near none yeah, of this shit yeah. going on. I was winning. So I'm coming in and I'm just, you know, I'm like literally coming in right the last game. You remember mm-hmm. I threw I remember up that. with that one yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that until you just said it. Man, I'll tell you about that thing. Yeah, you threw up. Man, about that. You remember right. though, cause y'all we had clinched. Y'all had clinched yeah. the top seed. Yeah, yeah. So they not gonna play nobody. Yeah, yeah. They signed me they and Earl Barron. Me yeah. and Earl Barron, remember? And so 
First quarter of the game. It's first of all, it's really we we dress in seven, but it's really only yeah. six because yeah. Swiss is dressed, but he ain't got no jersey on him. <laughs> he just got us. He got the warmers on, but he got no intentions on playing. I feel so bad for y'all. Then man. this is the coldest part. We got seven players. Pablo Prigioni turned his ankle. Yes. That went to six. <laughs> Go down to six. That made me oh have to God. play the whole first half, bro. Couldn't eat, and they changed up the garden at this point. I'm used to when I get behind the, you know, the curtains, we clear. Clear. <laughs> we were not clear. Now, behind the curtains, there's a whole courtside, like club yeah, and yeah, food. And, yeah. and as soon as I hit Cameras. that thing, right there, I said, oh, that's Everybody. like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm good now. <laughs> but no, like, the thing that I remember the most about, like, this team, dog, so, like, Young Shump. Like, first yeah. of all, with Shump, not yeah. the DJ. He yeah. was oh, 100%. every single game. 100%. Coach them get out of there with their speech. It's time. It's Shump time. Like, he turned <laughs> yeah. on the music, dancing around him and Swish. Sure. It, it was like, like, I, like, just talk about how much fun that team. Because, like, we was doing stuff. Like, we flew to Boston. I remember we flew. Like, we was doing stuff. I had never did stuff like that. So, we flew, played in Boston during the playoffs. BD showed up out of nowhere and just yeah. flew on the plane back. He's not in the NBA right now. <laughs> BD yeah, just yeah. showed up like, yeah, yeah. Knicks take what? Yeah. I was like, fuck did BD come from? Like, <laughs> like it was just like, I'm telling you, like, just talk about how much fun it was with the, was the gonna, free was shit gonna... was coming out of nowhere. Beats, every day you kind of like when something on your locker. Every the, day. Oh, for sure. Oh, it was off the chain. I hadn't experienced uh, that, bro. It was, I think I think Boom started that. The, the uh, Knicks BD, take. Yeah, I think yeah. he I think he started That's the Knicks tape. <laughs> and it was just a movement. Like I, I honestly hadn't been a part of nothing like that either. It was like, crazy. It was like, it was like we really took on the culture of really? the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was like, it was one of them moments where it was like a real mixtape, like a mixtape era. Mm-hmm. It was like they called we it, were that yes. on, on the floor, and like, and we took that. So we tried to take that swag, like before the game, after the yeah, game, yeah. you know. And it was just, it was a dope moment because it had the characters. It and did. a bunch of characters came through there. <laughs> the Kenyon, characters. Uh, uh, Meta, she, uh, she. Oh my God, I love she. She was like, there when I was there. It was crazy. It was, Kid, it was, J. Kid was J. there. J. Kid, like, it, it was a Trump, turnover. Mellow, Swish, like, and it was like he said, no you, had the characters. you had people, yeah, you had. Yeah, no, but everybody you had, had something. Everybody you had, had the you definitely, like, you had a lot of things going on off the court that elevated people in certain Absolutely. ways. It was all, like, you're right. It was, that was a, like, a that whole team was full of characters. We had MC, Camby was there. Like, that, yeah. I, that was my one time to yeah, play with Kurt OG Thomas. Camby. Like, yeah, I made I was it. like, that team was lit. <laughs> Kurt Thomas would come in, <laughs> come into the training room every time uh, before, uh, before practice started. He would come in and go, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> he made the practice. I made it on time. We all right. <laughs> How was it when you you first heard that you got the opportunity to play for the USA team? Oh, man. Dude. Man. Like that's what I'm saying. Because that's what it is. You never think that. That's the only You never think you're going to get an opportunity to play, you know, on Team USA because that's what you watch. That's the dream team. So that's a different category, yeah. you know what I mean? And I remember I was at my mom's house and I got the phone call. My agent was like, uh, Jerry wants you to come out and try out for the USA team. I said, the what team? <laughs> and he was like, the USA team. I'm like, what USA team? He was like, the USA team. I was like, stop playing on my phone. And he was like, no, nah, no, they want you to come out. And I was, I was like, for real, I hung up, told everybody, it was a tryout. I was like, they want me to come try out for Team USA. My mom was like, what? And then get in there and just 
being there with with Bron, Kobe, Russ, KD, D. Will, CP, James, just uh, AD, like the best of the best. Uh, and I can keep going. And in the years of the rotation from different players, the the best part about it was was practices and just being and having an opportunity to be around these guys and knowing this is just like a short moment in life. This is just a one-off. And then like actually then, like that was good enough in itself. And then actually going to the Olympics and then being a part of open ceremonies, uh, you know, and then playing. And all them athletes. All them were. athletes, man. And just yeah. like walking in. It's a different level. And then, and then to actually win gold and then be up there it's like, it's a different moment from winning the championship. It's a different type of proud. They played that national anthem. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a different type of proud. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and you start thinking about your family. You start thinking about everybody that, like, you feel like is a part of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, this is our gold medal. Um, yeah. And and for, especially for my family, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, for us to be able to say, like, that somebody in our family was an Olympic, you know, gold medalist, I mean, just for me to be an even Olympian, um, you know, that's what I was, I, I was so proud of that. Tell me how do you get to be the NBA Defensive Player of the Year but be on the second <laughs> Man, team All-NBA so defense? The politics. Like, it don't, how can that be? How, how can it be? How I asked the same happen? question. I asked the I same question. <laughs> I also asked how could I be left off every year when I should have been on there. But but, hey, listen, you know who you know it's politics. I just found out what well, we just found out like not too long ago we had Kmart on there. He never made the, I said, Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's what he I'm saying. Like, that is, I didn't know that. That is absurd. That's news <laughs> like, to me. Like, Kmart didn't, like, Boy, ask anybody to play when he played. He was all defense when he played. I got the same question y'all got. Every year. How is that man not all defense? And that's what I mean. Like, and I, like, if it was defenders or the league actually judging it, you know what I mean? Because I also see defenders that would just have stats. Like, yeah. you know, we all know them players that just getting stats out there, just whether it's steals or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, man, you're not really playing defense, man. Your man out there eating you up. But, you know, you get like, two, three steals. I like AI. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> going to go I just get steals. Hey, like, that's it. Like, close out on that thing like Dion, though. I <laughs> 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 get on the bottom. They be gone. But it's like them them all defensive teams. You, and the Bay and Alvin Robinson, only ones ever did that. Really? That was defensive player, player of the year, well, but second I'm team. I'll take it. So at least you ain't the only no one. I can't, even, I can't even believe that I'm not the only one because that makes zero sense. You you play with a lot of teams. If you had to put four other players out of all the teammates you ever played in, in your career, if you had to pick four of them to be your all-time team oh with you, gosh. who would be them four players? I mean, I got to start off with Brian. I got a chance to play with him at the end in the Lakers. I forgot I got a chance to play with him because I was about to say, can I choose players from Team USA? Any, but, any teammates but, you ever played with, we, we oh, want to add them to the pot. Oh, I can choose uh, Yeah, team any USA? teammates oh, you man. play with. Because, I mean. We just want to see the how it is formed. Because, like, you know, damn, we ask guys. That's and, tough, and he, Like, the guys you play with, once you put it in a, a five, it'd be like, whoo. That's tough, that'd man. Be like, cause, because, okay, <laughs> now, yeah, damn. Uh, because point, I mean, between CP and J. King, mm -hmm. I'm going to start after that. So <laughs> the two, Kobe, uh, unless I can't choose USA players, Bron, Dirk, myself, and then my point guard, gosh, 
Uh, you know you work with J. Kid right that's now. Right. I, I, I'm going with J. Kid. Yeah, a lot of hey, we want to chip together. Yeah, a lot of I love you, CP. Whatever the camera, I love you, CP. I got J. Kid. J. Kid, Cole, Brian, Dirt, and Tyson. That's a hell of a five. So you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to do a bracket with our five when the guys put their five and see what five sides are. We had some nice ones. Just what I like to ask, man. You know, we we all come from humble beginnings. Yourself, you from a farm, you know, milking cows and doing things like that. When you got a significant bag, right? Fifty eight million. You felt pretty. You know, I mean, he got a bag before that. That was a that was a that was a hefty cent check. But he was, you know, he was sufficient before then. He was top pick too. So you know, that was a lot of money then too. Yeah, definitely. When you felt good about your pockets, like what did Tyson do? Not everybody took care of their mom. Everybody took care of. I want to know what Tyson did. And you know, you came in when the starter kit was at least Escalade and the watch and the chain (laughs) for sure. So (laughs) we all Dave Liverman. Oh, that was the first ones I seen with yes. that. I tried to bite off that. I was like, damn, I got at least got to be big as D-Miles. Thank you, Riches. Like, have me out there, man. Like, hey, walking target. So, Appreciate so, y'all for that. Yeah, man. You know, we, you know, Straight you know. Up. So, you know, we, we thank you, AI. AI, you caused uh, all of this. You know what I'm saying? That was down. the trickle effect. Hey. But what did, what did Tyson do? Like, what did you do, big uh, boy, that you felt like, yeah, like, I, I did that. And you felt at that moment you was, you was hyped. You was proud. You know, probably the biggest thing, I mean, was getting, was probably my roles after I seen your takeover. Uh, after I seen the, uh, the, the takeover, Phantom, Phantom uh, license <laughs> plates. You inspired uh, me. Boy, that boy had the 22s that? on a black on black Phantom boy. And you said, oh, I got to feed that. Did you exactly. get the Euro plates too? Huh? Did you well, get you that? I, I, huh? I saw it in Portland. Yeah, you saw your shit on this place. I got my man around. I was like, what you supposed to do? He knew where you saw that. Black man at the bottom of the ramp. He turned down the bottom of the ramp. He got that big ass spaceship sitting there. Exactly. With the, with the takeover on the license plate. Hey, look, that's sure. why I said, did you, have, did you, did you, get, the, did you get the little Euro place? With I your... did. Yeah, you I did. You got to get the Euro yeah. place yeah. for yeah. that For sure, good. I had the two-tone joint, Ooh. man. Oh, it was off the chain. Yeah, for sure. But that was, that was that was the big ticket item that I bought. It made me feel like a boss for a okay, second. Okay, so I want to <laughs> add, now I want to ask the reverse of D-Miles' question. D-Miles always asks, who was the first person to bust your ass? And we all do that. But, like, the one question that I want to know is, like, who is the person that you got your shit off on, like your career high? Who you oh. had to Everybody remember their career high, their best game. This is no shade, no disrespect to whomever he's about to name. I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> I just want to know. I'm sure Damn. people out there want to know. What team? If you don't remember the player, what team? You remember what team? You talking about the beginning, like your first no, like, no, your career high. Your career high. Or, or, you or won your best the game. Your what was the, like, the, the best the game, game that you, you feel love. the best about? Were like, ooh, yeah, I was in my, <laughs> in my bag, that game. Damn. Oh man, ah oh, man, I don't know. Honestly, um, I had twenty nine rebounds a couple of times. I'm mad, I what? I let, I let, I, I let PJ. You said a couple times. Hey, but the, the one time, I'm mad. The, the, I was on the, I, I had twenty nine rebounds, and it's in the final couple of minutes. The ball comes off uh, for a free throw, and I tell PJ to get it because I think he's better sh- uh, free throw shooter than me. I'm like, get it, PJ. And afterwards, I was like. Was that thirty? Why did I just? Why did I just tell him? Why, did, why did I tell this man? To and get he that got it right away. Oh, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like nine rebounds. That's nasty that you had twenty nine rebounds multiple times. Fuck. Let me ask you this. I feel like uh, coming straight out of high school, you like you you in a you a fraternity in yeah. a fraternity, a yeah. bigger fraternity. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud to be one of the the few 
Sorry, Q. 40, 43 guys that ever came out of high school in this tremendous yep. league. Yeah. How how do you feel about being one like one of the guys that be named with Kobe and yeah. Kevin Garnett and myself and Jermaine O'Neal and Tracy McGrady and LeBron James and some of these yeah. great. How does that part of Because I know you love being in the NBA and you had your career, but it, it's only a few of us. Yeah, yeah. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Y'all part of it's, an elite tactical unit. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. we them Navy SEAL yeah, team. Exactly. You know, we going to get, mean? you know. There's only a couple of us. They yeah. about to start recruiting y'all again real soon. That's what oh, I mean. I, I believe that. <laughs> they don't show sure. up. I mean, exactly. It shouldn't have stopped it. Because, I mean, it was never working. Stopped. I, I agree. Mean, I mean, you got Hall of Famous champions. I was going to say, look at the, the talent pool. You know yeah. what I mean? And you're able to do it in any other thing. So, I yeah. mean, it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be any different. But, no, it's special. Because all the guys that you just mentioned, like, it, it was a different path. And they laid that path, you know what I mean? Everyone that came before us laid the path down for us. And so it's, even when I hear people say it now, they're like, man, what pick were you? And I'm telling them, like, oh, did you go to college? It was like, no, I came out. They're like, you came out of high school? And you were the number <laughs> Till this day. Till this day, they hit me with the same See, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, what college you went to? I'm like, yeah, I ain't go. And that's always a shock. <laughs> what? Yeah. And it is. Like, you don't think about it then. But, I mean, if you think about it now, like, if, I, like, if you think about it now, like coming out, that's crazy. Yeah. Like you gonna go from that to there. Yeah. So I mean, looking back, it's it's an incredible thing, and I mean, to be a part of that is incredible. And like you say, the legends that like you know go along with that. I mean, to be a part of that crew is 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 something dope. It's like one of them extra feathers. Sure, you wanna know nothing about that. <laughs> Start bench cut. Oh, oh yeah, man. I got one. Who, who's the start? Who's the start, plays, start, so. start start's been cut. You got to start one, you got to bench one, you got to cut one. I already know where he Tim Duncan. Yep. Kevin Garnett. Rasheed Wallace. Who That's you start? That's impossible. <laughs> who you start? Who it's you called bench, start, cut, cut, bench. Damn. Um, I hate these games with these legends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, man, how you going to win with this? Uh, start, cut, bench. No, nah, we'll trade. We ain't going to cut them. Okay, we thank you. Trade. We're going to just get them, right. get them a trade. Make you feel better or get rid uh, of them. <laughs> damn. Damn, damn, damn. Um, to start, I I gotta go with either Timmy or KG. I I gosh, man. I mean, the dog that KG just brought every single night. I mean, I mean, I've been cussing, but you you like to cuss on this? Yeah, man. When we, me and Eddie, tell you something about me and Eddie. When we first played against Minnesota in the preseason, I was on the court on the same court with Kevin Garnett. So I'm looking like I'm trying not to. Pay attention. I'm going through my little warm up, but then coming down, I'm looking down there as so I'm running, trotting down, but yeah, trying not to make it obvious. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, damn, that's Kevin Garnett. Like, <laughs> look at this one. So, so then I go through another warm up, and then me and Eddie kind of lined up almost at the same time. Now I laid it up, and he laid it up behind me. We kind of running back. KG coming on. So I was like, these motherfuckers, these high school motherfuckers think they can fuck with me? No, nah, I'm motherfucking <laughs> these motherfuckers. Think I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is he talking to us, Eddie? He was like, I think so. <laughs> no, he a fool. You know he going to say so. Like, hey, what's going on? I mean, like, what's happening? What's happening? Like, like, did you I, say something to make a man? Like, exactly. <laughs> I don't think we're in the same game here. Like, I thought they said this was preseason. Like, hey, that man showed me a different type of fierce. Oh, um, but uh, I have to go with Timmy because of how many chips he won. I got to go with Big Fundamental. I'm going to put KG on the bench as my spark, and then I got to send sheet somewhere else. 
that is a funny story. <laughs> you coach Chandler now. Like, uh, you know, you got real, the, the whole next generation up yeah. under you. You see these guys transitioning. It's, it's a way more different transition than us. They got way more stuff than us. For sure. And it's a, it's a, it's a better kind of process. It is. How is it for you just like, you know, you got to control your emotions and <laughs> like you like you like That's the tough. lineman that was that was fighting every down and now you got to exactly <laughs> you got to be calm in your coaching. How is that for you to be a coach now and to have J Kid, your former leader, yeah, to be a leader and y'all do this together. It's a completely different process because, like you said, we think I'm thinking everything as a player and I'm trying to like take what's in my head and everything that I've experienced and give it to them in a way that they can actually understand, understand. it, um, mm -hmm. you know, and process it and get what I'm trying to put out. Uh, and that's not an easy thing to do, especially when, like, I get why they say certain players, like why MJ couldn't coach or, or, or whoever, because it's like, man, when you that great, you it's got to be hard to look at an average player or person, you know, um, and not have them do what you yeah. know to do. So the most difficult part is not, it's trying to teach instincts. Because things that just come naturally yeah. that to me don't come naturally to everybody else. So it's like trying to communicate that, which is fun as hell. It's like the other part of the game, you know what I mean? And it's like how how you how you get the patience though? Because that's what I can patience. That's still what I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, still, I, I ain't mastered that yet. <laughs> no, like, I, I'm still working on that. And it's like, and sometimes like you know, even when I'm out there and I'm like dummy and uh with one of the guys or something like that i want to like like boom, I, boom, I, I end up start guarding them right <laughs> and then i end up like that's that switch flip yeah and i'm like all right you can't do too much out here like like you can't you can't be so physical or you can't because i'm also used to our era right yeah. i came up under oak i came up under uh antonio davis yeah. you know what i mean i came up othello like i came under cats that's gonna hit you yeah. so and like that's the way you learn and like the physicality of the game and then you can almost dial back or learn from there. Yeah. So that's kind of what I, I, I'm used to. So when I got some of these young players and I'm hitting one of them, they yeah. flipping and flopping yeah. all over. I'm like, it's, oh, it's a hit like, every time down. But I'm looking around. I'm like looking at the cameras like, last thing like, you like, do is it hurt somebody. Something happened. Exactly. Like, I'm, I I'm, mine. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> oh, like, that was like my first, like, I, I, I got to figure out the balance of this. What, what do you, because you'd have been in some of the, the best games ever. You've been in some of the arenas, like you've been in arena with LeBron James, Dirk and Whiskey in the finals, you know, yeah. CP3, and you've been in so so many of these What do you miss? What's what what is it that you miss oh, man. from the game? Because I tell people like, man, you that, can't get the adrenaline rush you get yes. nowhere else. Yes, that that competitive, that competitive, that competitive part. Get part that nowhere. Man. Like yeah. now, I see things different, right? I look at Bron, and I have so much appreciation. Ooh, you know that. I got so much appreciation <laughs> for what he, you know. I didn't have that appreciation yeah. when I was playing. Now I, it's different, you know, yeah. and that's the part I miss. I miss the competitive way that that you just look at, you know what I mean, fuck another you, man across. Exactly. You, like, I like I, I'm going to see what you made of. I can't go to jail out here. Exactly. I'm going to see what you made of. I can't go to jail, nothing. And, and now, like, now I just appreciate yeah. You know what I mean? I appreciate, like, all them cats. Like, and then just even speaking to that, I don't know how, like, I don't know how that man doing what he doing, you know, yeah. Bron. Like, it's incredible to watch. So it's like, I miss the competitive part, but 
I, I'm almost happy that I can appreciate things now because I'm seeing the game from a different perspective different now. Way. Yeah. How, how do you feel like when you look back? Because I feel like looking at it, like we, we all talk about, you know, L.A. basketball a lot, but I feel like you one of the forefathers. Like it's one of them dudes, like, you know, obviously it was B.D. Paul mm-hmm. right yep, before yep. you that's like huge in it. But like when you look at the the L.A. Unified and just like how many dudes yeah, y'all so really like did, like, like right out the B.D., yeah, you, producing. Paul, and yeah. Kane, it was just like y'all floodgates. Yeah, and I'm talking yeah, about like yeah. had the league in the headlock. Like yeah, something when you look at fact. the top contracts, yeah, We was arguing about it at one point. You're like, nah, Chi-Town. Like, I mean, I'm going to always do that. Yeah, Even no, now, I'm going to still say Chicago just because I'm going to just say Chicago and we going to fight. You know, y'all might have a little more hoopers or whatever, but whatever. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, like, Y'all really like when you look, you look James Russ, da 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 da. Just yeah. keep going down the line. All of these dudes, yeah. different players, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Just like how you feel, like I, I feel like you one of them pillars that stand up there, like at the at the top. Especially when you talk about the high school, you went straight out of high school and like the legend you left yeah. behind for for fools to see. Yeah. Like how do you feel when you look at how they put on and and the, the thrive, like how they've been thriving, just pushing them out. Man, it's dope as hell, honestly, because it's you know. It's, it's all about to give back and then giving somebody something that they can see to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we didn't have that. We had no role models where I was at. It mm-hmm. was like, it was hood. So mm-hmm. my role models was gangsters. Real talk. And so to be able to have Paul and BD, you know, to look at them and go, damn, they made it. You know, and even when I started on my journey, these are the same cats that was literally taking me up under the wing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and talking to me and telling me what it's going to take. So then to be that dude, and then have James, have Russ, you know, have these cats telling me, like, we used to watch you and we used to do this. And, mm-hmm. and man, you inspired me this yeah. way and this way. And, and that's why I probably was like, damn, like, yeah. you know, for real? Yeah. And then it just start meaning that much more. Like, you really start to appreciate your journey. And I love that, like, okay, we did this and this next group came and it's going to be so much more after. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to see. Cause like you said, you talk about all them guys, like, you know, D. Wright is my boy. And yeah. I, I've seen different video footage from the day he got drafted. He didn't yeah, go to the he, draft. He, he on the block. Too, straight out of high school. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, exactly. that's the footage y'all did to him. Like, yeah. but, like, on his draft day, he in the hood on the block. Yeah. Russ, like 10, 11 years old. See? A video of see, Russ, like, and he giving Russ some shoes. And so it's like to see, like, that whole lineage, like, everybody paying it for. Like, that's yeah. like that's dope to me. Like, the way that y'all, the whole LA Unified, the way that everybody for come sure. together. And I saw them boys holding the camp with all of the young boys uh-huh. this year. Trev, the different dudes, Pooh Jetter, Sean, all of that. Pooh, like, yeah. that's hard to me. I like the way that y'all doing that and cultivating the young boys and making sure that they coming through and doing the same thing y'all did. So that's hard to me. So, salute to the LA Unified boys for that. Yeah, and, and, right. and thank them, man, because they always show us young Clippers love, man. <laughs> we get most, we get so much love in Lala. Hey. They make us feel like we're part of that. Y'all and, changed and the city. Part of that. That. We, we, I was there, I could tell you. Because it's like the same thing, you know, when you hear something, it's like, damn, I could tell you, y'all changed the city. Yeah. It was different. Was talking, that, that was a Lakers town. I was like, talking yeah. to Black Trey today, and he was like, look, he told me it was a bar. He was like, nah. He was like, that magazine cover when y'all had the jerseys on yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that changed. Like, bro, he was like, listen, the Lakers were the NBA champions. Yes. Y'all was the swag champs. <laughs> like, y'all, we could bump into Big y'all with Fox Hills on a regular. He was Big like, facts. we never saw Shaq. He was like, we literally could walk up and finish line of foot action and y'all in there with the Jordans just unreleased. Y'all, y'all did it y'all own way. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all was going to high school games. Yeah, going y'all to was the putting game. the high schoolers on. Y'all was motivating high schoolers. Y'all just, y'all did it a different way. Like, yeah. I was in the city and I remember it was, a different buzz. Yeah, that's love, huh? 
was you into art at a young age or uh, as you got older and you opened your mind and seen the world more, it made you fascinated with art and, and both? When I was younger, I was always into art and fascinated about art, but mm -hmm. didn't know that because, yeah. again, like I said, this we don't see things the same. And when you're not shown something, yeah. like, you don't even know what it is. Like, yeah. I didn't know the NBA or how the hell to make it there. Yeah. Um, but I, mean, I used to draw a lot. Like, you know, I'd be drawing in class. Like, when when the class would stop, like, the way our desk was in junior high, it would be one side and the other side. And I would just draw, like, the people that was across from me. And I remember I, I would be leaving it in my little desk or whatever, and I left it. And then um, the following year, I guess the teacher had put it up in the art thing. Mm. And then, it, like, my work was up, like, mm. up throughout the uh, junior high. And I was like, yo, that's that's my stuff. And the, uh, the teacher was like, we've been trying to figure out. They knew it was, uh, Ooh, uh, yeah, they knew it had to be somebody from the seat, but they didn't know which period it was because they knew the, they knew the, uh, the, uh, they could recognize the kids mm -hmm. that I drew or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they knew the angle that I was sitting at, but they didn't know which three yeah. uh, or who drew it or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, so that's kind of when I knew that I actually like was decent at art. And then from there, it's just been a passion. I've always kind of doodled and drawed, and then I got into painting and then photography and just all aspects. Yeah. You're a whole renaissance man. Yeah, I, I was saying at one I mean, point that you was carrying your <laughs> camera everywhere. Yeah. Was that like a, another start and what you was taking it more serious? Yeah, it was It was like, it also was the influence of the people that I was around. Like mm -hmm. New York really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I was able to to be around a lot of um, a lot of artists. And uh, one of my really close friends, uh, Ari, Ari Mercopolis, he, he's a, a, a great photographer, a famous yeah. photographer. And I would be, in our off days, we would be in my van just riding around New York shooting. And yeah. he would be teaching me how to shoot and little, you know, little things and things to look for and all that kind of stuff. And it just really made me fall in love with it that much more and even understand it a little more. But being out there just put me around so many artists and just kind of opened up my mind to it. We really appreciate you coming on our show. Like, man, you you know, we, we never really get the time to just sit down with each other because we 100. all be moving yeah. around and stuff. Yeah. But, but we know the ones who love each other and yeah. who love it. Every time we see it, we on the same page. But, man, we, we definitely appreciate and you. And you was one of the around. ones that we, we definitely been meaning to get with. Like you say, just because of the history we got from, you know, back when we was all in L.A. and coming up in that whole situation. So, and we respected everything you did throughout the whole way. Appreciate from, that, man. From start to finish, bro. It's, it's the same, man. <laughs> this is a dope platform, you know, and I, I appreciate y'all bringing me on because – you're right, we don't sit down. And this is a great, you know, opportunity for us to break bread, share stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's really what it's a part. That's a wrap, man. Knucklehead live on location. Dallas, Texas with the big fella, Tyson Chan. World champion now. Make sure you say world champion <laughs> now. All that gold medals and a lot of whole lot of going on. <laughs> All right, want to thank y'all for your continued support of the Knuckleheads podcast. Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com